previously on Growing Up Gilmore. But there's God. God. My great, my so grandma God is, is God. what God is a woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just a nice looking man. <laughs> I would stare at his lips too. I'm thinking about them right now. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> and Lorelai cuts in, we want Rory to be whatever kind of man she wants to be. Mm. And. <laughs> And Lorelai the third goes, that's enough jokes for one evening, Lorelai. And she's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Amy. And this is Elise. And we are Growing Up Gilmore. This week, we are tackling Season 1, Episode 19, Emily in Wonderland. I really like this episode. It's a nice juxtaposition from last week Mm -hmm. where we see Emily and she's really frazzled and trying to figure things out. And this episode is a nice reflective episode for her. Yes. And I think it's just nice to see where the girls came from Mm -hmm. and how their lives changed so, so much once Rory was born. It's a tearjerker for me a little bit. I don't cry at this episode. That's fair. Yeah. So, <laughs> But I'm glad you do. Let's take it from the top. We always start with the writer and director. So Elise, take it away. Sure. Our director is Perry Lang. This is his only episode that he's going to direct. Okay. Um, his previous work is ER, Charmed, Dawson's Creek. Of course. Alias, One Tree Hill, Medium, and Weeds. Okay, so like a good grab bag of what we've already seen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I also want to say that the Dawson's Creek episode, he directed one of my favorite episodes, just in case anybody likes Dawson's Creek just as much as I do. <laughs> he there directed. Has to be somewhere. There has to be someone in the world <laughs> that loves Dawson's Creek. I'll make Creek. it quick. I'll make it quick. The Longest Day is the episode that he directed. Okay. And that's when Dawson finds out that Pacey and Joey have been sneaking around, hiding their relationship from him. But I just want to let it down here, let Dawson's down here, because you know what? He had his chance with Joey. Screwed it okay, up. Okay, my question was, are are Joey and Dawson dating at this point? No. Okay. He, like, they broke up. He didn't see, like, he screwed it up. Okay. And Pacey got her. Fair. Anyway, Which one's Pacey? Joshua Jackson. Okay. So our writer is John Stevens. He writes up to season four with a total of eight episodes. He's also written for OC, Gossip Girl. His previous work that he's written for with Gilmore Girls is Forgiveness and Stuff, Star-Crossed Lovers, and Other Strangers. But he also co-wrote that with Linda Lucille Gusek. Okay. She doesn't have a ton of writing credits under her name, but she is a story editor of a total of 22 episodes of Gilmore Girls. So she does the whole overall arc. I would love that job. Yeah, so much I would really love that job. Me too. So you can, she's a big player in that sense. But the other work that she has done a little writing for is Profiler, which I've never seen. No, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, I don't. I'm guessing it sounds like CSI or something to me, but Profiler. Yeah, like, you know? yep, exactly. And The Big Easy, um, the TV series, though, because there was a movie. But this oh. is like a TV series, and I'm guessing okay. it didn't run very long. I don't know. <laughs> 
I don't, don't know. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> I Yeah, I've never heard of either of those things. Yeah. So I'm just going to go out on a limb and say, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's I don't usually know. what I do. I think this episode is fine. It is frustrating, like, going back and, like, watching these analytically and seeing two episodes in a row where, like, nothing major happens. And that's a little frustrating. A little bit. I mean... I kind of like the episodes where nothing happens, but... I do, too. But I I think part of my problem is that I'm, like, so ready for what's coming that, like, I just want to get to it and talk about it and feel it and process it. I get that part. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where (laughs) I'm struggling, but... I mean, it's a fine episode. Yeah, it's cute. And I do love me some Emily, so mm-hmm. I can't argue with that. So It's fun to see how she uh, fits in better than Lorelai would actually want her to. So. That, and it's interesting to see how she reacts to something that was traumatic for her. Because mm-hmm. I don't think we ever really get to process that Lorelai leaving was not only traumatic for Lorelai, it was also traumatic for Emily. Mm-hmm. And we get a little taste of that when Richard is talking about her being in bed for a month after Lorelai, you know, Mm -hmm. left. And that really shocked Lorelai. And I don't know if Lorelai has ever thought about the trauma that came with that for Emily, too. Yeah, I can't wait to get into that because that would be really hard. Yeah. To be like, you chose this over me. Am I that awful? You right. Know. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. That'll be fun to discuss. I agree. So, without further ado, let's just dive right in. Okay. All right. This episode, we start with the Gilmore girls sitting around the table with Emily at Friday night dinner. And Rory asks Emily for some pictures of her and Richard because she has to do a genealogy project for school. And then asks if she has pictures of Lorelai as a baby. And Lorelai says, we've already talked about this. You know the situation. And Emily said, I don't have any pictures of your mother as a baby because when she was seven, she burned all of them. And Rory was like, why would you do such a thing? (laughs) And Emily says, she was such a cute baby. And then Lorelai is like, one, two, three. But she had a very large head. (laughs) She's like, and there it is. But Lorelai said that it really, like, affected her that Emily said she had a large head. She was like, my first sentence were big head want Dolly and stuff like that. So that would, you know, maybe have an effect on how you're feeling. And not a great thing for a mother to tell their daughter. But here we are. It's interesting, though, because in Marvelous Miss Maisel, um, Maisel tells her baby, she's like, she's worried about the baby having a big head. Oh, yeah. I just connected that. Yes, I remember that. That must be like in the first few episodes yep. because I was, yeah. haven't made it very far into that yet. But yeah, I do recall that happening now that you say that. Um, maybe that's a thing that people worry about. Or Amy does. Yeah. <laughs> Amy Sherman Palladino's yeah. <laughs> worried about babies having large heads. Yeah. I think you're probably right. Or maybe she had a large head. Oh, could be. Yeah. So then we transition into Rory noticing that um, Emily has new chairs around the table. And she says, I only have 10. I don't have a full set. I still need two more. 
And she says, I've looked all over Connecticut for these chairs and I haven't been able to find them. And Rory says, what about Kim's antiques? And Lorelai goes, didn't that place burn down? (laughs) So Rory suggests that Emily come to Stars Hollow on Saturday and spend the day with her. And Lorelai immediately cuts in with, I'm working. I can't be there. And Emily's like, no one's asking you what you're doing, Lorelai. So that's that. Mm -hmm. I do like that Emily and Rory will have a day together. And I am hoping, well, I already know because I've seen it a million times. But I think that this is done better than Kill Me Now. Mm Mm-hmm. And I feel like Richard and Rory got really ripped off with that episode. They did. Because I love their relationship and that episode did not do it justice. No, it was uncomfortable and I don't want to relive it. (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Um, But I'm hopeful. Different writer, different director. Mm -hmm. That can make a world of difference. So let's see what happens. Following the credits, we are at Luke's Diner. The girls are getting breakfast. Luke comes out with a plate and Lorelai says, Ugh, I, I can't eat that. And he's like, what's wrong with it? And her two eggs are on top of her pancake. And she says, I can't have that. It looks like it's ogling, oogling me. And it's really uncomfortable. He goes, well, why don't you just take the eggs off and put them on the side? She goes, mm, I can't. It won't. It won't be the same. And she basically forces him to take the plate back, move the eggs on the side, and then serve it as normal. And then she's fine and she's able to eat it. But while her and Rory are sitting there, Rachel comes up and says, stay right here. And comes back with pictures that she had developed from the night of the Founders Festival. She shows her this picture of her and Luke of them sitting on the bench that she took when they weren't looking. And Lorelai is looking at it and she's like, oh, it's a nice picture. And Luke comes up and he's like, what are you looking at? And she's like, oh, it's a picture of us. And she shows it to Luke and Luke's like, oh, yeah, cool, whatever. And then they're sitting there and Rachel goes, do you wear contacts? And Lorelai's like, no. She goes, you have amazing eyes. And then she looks at Luke. Don't you think she has amazing eyes? (laughs) (laughs) And Luke is like, yeah, they're well placed. Yeah, symmetrical. (laughs) And he's clearly uncomfortable by the question. Almost as if he's like, am I being set up by answering this? Or am I revealing too much if I answer the way that she thinks I'm going to answer, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And Although I don't, I don't think she is setting him no, up. No, I don't think so either. I think she just genuinely thinks she has nice eyes. Mm-hmm. And well, she's able to see the beauty in, in things because she's a photographer. Right? Yeah, absolutely. But it does beg the question that we have been kind of alluding to for a while. And I think we do touch on us feeling like, Rachel might be bisexual or I think that if it was a different network and it was nowadays oh yeah yeah it wouldn't even have to be a different network no nowadays but back then back then yes yeah because like now the WB is CW 
Yes. And they have gay relationships yeah. on TV and all the time now. But I it, it it's the tone that Rachel uses that makes me think like are you just being nice or are you attracted to her? I think she's attracted to her, but that's I just know. me. I know. I hope that's what she did this actress. I hope that she made that kind of a choice. Yeah. I think I can, it's an interesting choice to make. Yeah. It makes me like Rachel a lot, actually. I'm yeah. Like, that's cool. Yeah. No, I think it's an interesting choice because we do get to see the two of them kind of play off of each other more mm-hmm. in this episode than we've seen, you know, in the past. Mm-hmm. And I think with Lorelai, she's like, I have to walk a fine line here because... There needs to be, like, boundaries now between Luke and I since he is dating Rachel. Mm -hmm. And so she's not really sure how to interpret things or, you know, how is Luke going to feel about this or what what is the expectation here if I do spend time with Rachel. Mm -hmm. But... Did we cover that she asked to spend time? No, we're about to. Okay. (laughs) I was like, wait, did we skip that? She ends up showing Lorelai a picture of an old inn and her and Rory are looking at it and she says, that's Dragonfly. I haven't thought about that place in years. I totally forgot about it. And Lorelai um, is very interested immediately in it. Rory says it's really pretty and she ends up getting a page from Lane and runs off. Rachel tells her that she's going out that way again and asks Lorelai if she's interested in, in going with. So sly, Rachel. I know. And I <laughs> she could just be looking for a friend because you know what I mean. I think so. I mean there's like a part of it that's like, yeah, she probably is looking for a friend, but there's another part of me that's like, is she trying to feel out her and Luke? Is she yeah. trying to feel out in general like what is the vibe here kind of thing yeah and I think I, she's kind of a free spirit too though yeah you yeah. know she's kind of like yeah let's just like live in the moment come on Lorelai yeah let's back up yeah exactly let's take some pictures yeah I think that's my Rachel impression <laughs> no that wasn't bad actually thanks <laughs> I'm working on it but... at home in my car in the bathroom, everywhere. Yeah, because she has so many great monologues. <laughs> God. I think it's it's an interesting choice if they could have pursued that. I understand why they didn't in early 2000s. Mm-hmm. But it would have been fun. I'm like about to write fan fiction about it. I'm sure it already exists. I hope so. Let's Maybe we need to like do an episode Ooh. on Gilmore Girls fan fiction. Yeah. Sound off if you want Gilmore Girls fan fiction. <laughs> um, but I think it's a it's an interesting relationship, an interesting friendship that comes from this. And I wish we could have seen more. But when we get to that scene, we will definitely be dissecting it so after rachel walks away once they've established their plans luke comes back with coffee and asks lorelei like what's that all about or whatever and lorelei says we're gonna go look at this in later and luke gets very awkward about it and for luke i think that comes from I don't know if I want these two women to be friends. <laughs> I don't. 
I don't know if I blame him. But I also think he probably sees that Rachel is starting to put together that there is something more between him and... Well, he already told her. Yeah. Kind of, basically. Yeah. Because he was like, we're friends, but I don't know kind of thing. And I I guess for him, it'd be like me hanging out with like my husband's ex. Yeah. That's weird. It is weird. And it's also like... But it works for some people. Yeah. No, totally. But also I wonder if Luke is sitting there and thinking that would be another obstacle if you were ever to get with Lorelai. True. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah. That just complicates the situation even further. Right. right. I have no idea if it's even that deep, but. I hmm. Yeah, it's hard to know with Luke because we don't really get to see much of his inner monologue this season. That changes, I think, as it goes on. But we don't really get like the the inward feelings and thoughts of him very much in this season. Mm hmm. And we don't know him that well yet either. We don't really get to know him super well until season two. So it's kind of a a guessing game at this point. Mm. But we shall see where that takes us. We are now with Lorelai at the Independence Inn. And she is showing around, I think they're Japanese businessmen, but they have like a translator and that poor translator is having a hell of a time keeping up with Lorelai, talking like a mile a minute. But after that, she sees Rune is sitting on the sofa in the, would you call it a living room at an inn? It's like the the lobby, I guess. Yeah. The waiting area in a lobby. Sure. So he's sitting there reading a book and all of a sudden he like turns it. Sideways. sideways like he's looking at a centerfold yeah it's like um it's like a gardening book yeah okay rune and lorelei goes in <laughs> and suki immediately is like i have coffee and i made you those orange muffins with the cinnamon butter that you like so much and lorelei is kind of not falling for it she's immediately like enough about the muffin tell me about the fruit cake sitting in the lobby mm-hmm. and Suki says he's still living with Jackson and he needs a job. He had a rough childhood. All of these things. No one will stand by him. No friends, no family. Nothing. He's got nothing. Jackson. Besides Jackson. So she's like, okay, where is this going? And Jackson comes in with this huge tray of strawberries and this special jam that he made. And he says This is my way of thanking you for helping us out with Rune. And while he's talking to Lorelai, Suki is like waving her arms like a crazy person. Like, I didn't say it yet. I didn't tell her yet. And Lorelai stands there like helping you out with Rune. And Jackson's like, I'm going to (laughs) go. Just like immediately leaves while Suki kind of fills her in. He needs a job. So he can get out of the house and maybe, you know, he works enough just for room and board. And Lorelai is confused. Like, you want him to live here? And Suki suggests the old potting shed. Lorelai tells her that's where Rory and I started. Like, it has rosebud wallpaper and she calls Rune Boo Radley and says she doesn't want him living there. 
But I think she can tell that Suki is kind of at her wit's end. This is probably a very trying thing in their relationship, I would imagine. And Lorelai says, okay, fine. He can stay in the potting shed. And he can be a handyman. And we'll figure it out. She says the minute he, you know, bothers her or acts up or whatever, he's gone. And Suki is ecstatic. She's so thankful. And it's nice of Lorelai to extend the offer and help them out. But at the same time, why? <laughs> like, he can't work anywhere else. Yeah. Jackson can't stay with Suki. Because yeah, they're not just... living together at this point. Yeah. So it's like, why can't Jackson just stay with Suki instead? Yeah, because Rune seems like he would be more trouble than he's worth. He's a headache, is what he is. Mm -hmm. Like a very I love needy. Him, I know you do. Is this like the last we see of him, though? I can't remember. Um, I've only watched this one time through, really. Yeah. I don't think we see him again. Mm, he's in a few episodes oh. after this because he works at the inn I think okay but yeah because then after season one I think he's in the rest of season one and then we don't see him anymore okay because which isn't next, very much though. no the next person we meet from Jackson's family is his brother played by my favorite mm -hmm. Nick Offerman so he's my yeah. favorite too um but yeah, he's a short-lived character. That's a real pain in the ass. But probably mm -hmm. very fun to play. Yeah. So, yeah. He was short-lived in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, too. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, short people got no reason to live, as Randy Newman would say. <laughs> I think that's the song I used for <laughs> Rune <laughs> the first time we talked about him. But yeah, so poor Rune. The time has come for Emily to get the full Stars Hollow experience and she shows up and immediately gets her heels stuck in the grass. Rory says she can help her. They bought this thing on late night TV that will help her figure out or help her get everything off of her shoes. So It's like multi-purpose. Yes. You can use it for anything. So while... Rory is doing that. She tells Emily that there's iced tea in the fridge if she would like a glass of iced tea. Emily opens the fridge and realizes there is absolutely nothing in their fridge. And she's like, it's like the grapes of wrath in here. Well, yeah, because they don't eat at home. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm surprised that, well, I guess I'm thinking ahead because isn't it season two where Richard comes and follows Lorelai all day? at work after he retires that's season two so they really haven't seen like the ins and outs of their home yet no except for rory's birthday party yeah. but yeah but that was a little bit difficult with a party right going on yeah so they she gets the iced tea she's looking for a cup whatever she takes out the plates and discovers that they all have women on them, and Rory explains that they have collected the entire Charlie's Angels plate collection, which is really funny because, of course, Lorelai and Rory would not have, like, adult 
adult in air quote plates. And Rory says, yeah, it's really hard to get the entire collection. And Emily's like, oh, good. I was so worried. But she tells Emily that she thinks she'll get the best Stars Hollow experience by walking. And Emily is concerned because she did not bring walking shoes. Rory tells her, it's okay. I'll get some shoes that belong to mom. And Emily knows Lorelai well because she says, please, nothing with zebra stripes or rhinestones or that lights up or needs batteries, which all sounds like things Lorelai would own. Absolutely. It's fun that Emily at least knows her daughter well enough to know that she absolutely would be purchasing those things. Um, so Rory says, nope, it's fine. I'll get you something. And that's kind of where that scene ends. Um, I think it's nice that Rory wants to show Emily around Stars Hollow because it's an important place for her. It's where she grew up. And, you know, I don't think Emily has a full picture of what her and Lorelai went through. And I think if you're going to be a part of her life, then you need to see the whole picture. Mm-hmm. And I, it's sweet because Rory, I think, is still naive enough to not fully grasp that this will be hard for Emily. No, I don't think she's thinking of that at all. And I think Emily... Is It seems as though Emily is already nervous mm-hmm. and a little worried about, you know, being seen there or viewing all of the sites or, I don't know, like something just feels off with her energy in this episode. Well, she's so used, she's a little really rigid. Right. She's so used to doing things like, well, I don't want to walk and I don't have the right shoes for that and... Let's just drive and, mm-hmm. you know, so I think that for her, it's just she's used to just driving places and, you know, you do it this way. Right. You know, symbolically, she's putting on a pair of Lorelai's shoes. Oh, my God. You know, I never made that connection. It's very symbolic. I hate you. <laughs> you always make these connections that like have never crossed my mind. Like, she's quite literally walking in Lorelai's shoes. Well, I mean, you did the sweater thing. <clears throat> I know, but you did too. The <laughs> gift-giving one and now this. And I'm like, just slap me in the face with that, okay? Well, like, I don't know. It's just, it, it just seems like it's kind of symbolic of literally putting yourself in into your daughter's shoes. It absolutely is symbolic. Like, I would but, not doubt for a second that that's on purpose. Yeah, it's really... It's cool. Yeah, I mm-hmm. like that. Even though Lorelai isn't usually in tennis shoes a lot. No, <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, because even the shoes, like, we'll see. They look pretty new. White. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. white, clean. They haven't yeah. used much. Yeah. <laughs> but she has them. Never won. She has them. Exactly. We are now with Rachel and Lorelai at the Dragonfly Inn. And Lorelai is just beside herself. She's in love with the place immediately looking at everything and kind of taking it all in. And 
Elise points out that they're wearing the same leather jacket, <laughs> which is such a, a an interesting choice. And the two of them have this really great rapport, like this back and forth talking about like the inn. Rachel's asks, you know, do you have a lot of money saved so far? And Lorelai says, not at all, but it's something that I've, you know, thought about a long a long time like Suki and I really want to do this and kind of opens up to Rachel about like this goal and these dreams that she has for the town and Rachel says yeah when I was a kid I really just wanted to get out of here I wanted to find something that would keep me busy she said she didn't want to stay there when she grew up and Elise and I were talking I cannot figure out the timeline here because that sounds like she went to school with Luke, like Stars Hollow. She lived in Stars Hollow. Yeah. But, but they, they don't all... they don't talk about that. Well, they were only together like five years, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they I, broke up. If I'm remembering that correctly. I'm not sure. And they broke up when Rory was 11. Isn't that what they had said? It had been a few years. So now Rory's 16. So they broke up five years ago and they had been dating for five years. So if Luke is roughly Lorelai's age here, five years ago, she would have been what, 27? Mm-hmm. And then five years before that, she would have been 22. So they would have been dating when they were 22. So it's possible that they could have met in high school and yeah. started dating after high school. And yeah. then she was like, no, I need to get out of here. And that's why they broke up, maybe. Well, I mean, it sounds like he said he, she he's done this a lot with her where she leaves. Yeah, like she can't so, ever make up her mind as to what she wants. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's really thought out that well, to be honest. I don't think it is. Because like sitting here and kind of like yeah. reflecting and doing the math, I'm like, mm, something's not adding yeah. up here. I mean, a but, lot of so little things like that don't add up. Okay, like Lorelai never meeting Luke and like not knowing about Rachel. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and she just wasn't in town. It's a small town. What, what did she do? She never went to town. She never saw that hot ass man. I, yeah. No way. No. That's, that's the first like, thing you see, honey. Yeah. <laughs> and you know it. That's like where I I think it shows that this was like still really being developed as it was airing. Yeah. Because when Amy pitched the idea, she didn't have it all figured out. Yeah. So it becomes apparent with these like random plot holes where we're trying to piece together things. Um, because Rachel does present like a small town vibe but a small town vibe of someone who like got out and saw the world and you know figured things out for herself but wants more than that small town Mm -hmm. I do think that people that come from like that small town life they grow up there and they get out I do think part of them misses the the comfort of knowing everyone of you know having that 
peace of mind of being comfortable there, like knowing where everything is. You know, you see people at the grocery store, you know who they are. It's there's no fear in a small town where when you live in a big city, if I see someone at a grocery store, I'm shocked. <laughs> you know, yeah, like it's weird, it's small, but like. I lived in a small town for two years and it was really hard for me Mm -hmm. because I don't like seeing everybody I know all the time. And I think for Rachel, she came to a point where she couldn't deal with that anymore. And let's be honest, Luke is very stubborn. He is not leaving Stars Hollow. Mm -hmm. So if you are not happy there, you give him up. Yeah. Because he's not going to go. Yeah, I think she's somewhere in between. So, mm-hmm. Well, because she t- ends up telling Lorelai that she's back. She's with Luke. She's trying to figure things out. She thinks she's at a point now where she wants to settle down. I, mm, and I kind of think she does. Yeah. But we'll discover more as this episodes go on why yeah. she doesn't stay. But yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's interesting because she, maybe she just needed to fly for a while. Mm -hmm. And it's like old saying, if you love someone, let them go. And if they come back. Yeah. Which I think Luke did with her and she did come back, but it was too late. Yep. But I mean, that's going way too far. No, I think, I think that is a very good point. But I don't even know if Rachel would have ever been happy, even if, if like I and the ideal world or whatever. He never liked Lorelai or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And he just was crazy about Rachel. Would she have been happy? I don't... I kind of doubt it. I don't think Rachel would have been happy there long term. I think she Unless thinks... it was with Lorelai. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I think she wants to believe that. Yeah. But I, I think deep down she knows that that's... She was gone too long Mm -hmm. because she gets to see Luke and and his life now. And And it's probably good for her, though, to to know, like, yeah, to have like closure. Yes, exactly. To, To be like, you know what? What if I screwed this up? What if he's back there and I'm like losing the person I'm supposed to be with? Right. You know? She, she seems like she's totally fine. She She's such a strong, independent woman. She yeah, can, she can get out of there and just, like, move on. Yes. And so. I think that's great. And she should. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's clear to me that she is trying to be something she's not for the sake of settling. Mm-hmm. And don't do that. It's not worth it. You end up wasting a lot of your time. And other people's time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, too, I wonder if her saying that, I don't know if it was like a test to see how Lorelai would react. But part of me thinks, like, she had to have been paying attention. Because Lorelai is like, has this, like, dead eye look in her face of, like, Oh, like the yeah. blink. Oh, yeah, that, wow. Yeah. That blink she does where it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I bet she felt something in her stomach. Oh, absolutely. It's that fight or flight. Like, it's like, oh, am I going to like miss out on my 
am I going to lose Luke? Is that going to change our relationship? Will yeah. you be friends? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. You I question better, a lot. Is he mine? You know? Is, yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to influence a lot. Yeah. I wonder. I don't. I don't know about Rachel. I don't know if she just does not come off vindictive to me. Like, or not sitting yeah. there and like twisting her words. But you never know. Maybe she is testing Lorelai. I'm interesting what, interested what other, other people think about this. I am too, because part of me feels because she's a photographer, she can really capture and read people well. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering if... She's using these small moments with Lorelai or with Luke or whatever to kind of piece together like this bigger picture of what's happening now that she's gone. Yeah. Or she's sitting there and she's like, man, I want to leave. So (laughs) so I'm going to like. I'm going to paint this like I want Luke and I'm going to get Lorelai scared because I know she wants Luke and I know he wants her. Yeah. So she end up ending up like playing matchmaker because no, she, no. she wants him. Yeah, I think so, too. But, <laughs> but that'd I, be cool if she was doing it that way, though. She can't let go of him. Yeah. But she can't stay there forever. Mm. I don't so. know. I like Rachel, man. I do, too. I think she's funny. I love her voice. Yeah. That's cool. But even when she says, like, I'm thinking of settling down, she goes, that's kind of crazy, right? And it's like, girl, if you think that's crazy, then you you should not be settling down. You should know. You should know. Yeah. She should be with somebody who's just as free as her. And, And, like, there's nothing wrong with how Luke is and there's nothing wrong with how she is. Right. She needs to find somebody who finds enjoyment with in traveling and seeing new things and Mm -hmm. trying new foods and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. And that's what I want for Rachel. And, you know. And Luke doesn't want that. And sometimes, like, opposites attract and that's really great. And I love that dynamic. Always opposites. But... I don't think opposite attracts works when you have someone who is stubborn, planted, planted. That's an opposite that is not going to work. Yeah, long term. It's because he can't just like leave the restaurant and travel with her. I mean, he could. I mean, yeah, but But, like, I feel like if he's gonna do that, if he's if he hasn't done it yet he's not gonna do it with her exactly and maybe he just needs a different type of person that would make him want to do those things yeah for me if i was her i'd be like look i'm strongly attracted to you (laughs) (laughs) i can make anything work no i'm just kidding i would be like i'm strongly attracted to you but i'm like you know i really like you and everything but you know, at the end of the day, I want to travel and I want to see the world and you want to be here and that's great. But if you don't want to, you know, get up and move for me, I'm not trying to be maniacal by saying this. I just don't think that I'm like we're fit for each other because right. you should I should want to like how I should want to I should want to stay with you mm-hmm. and you should want to leave with me. Right. If that makes sense. No, it totally does. Yeah. I don't think that there's room for them to compromise. Yeah. In that way. At least with 
the way things are right now. Yeah. Because he does meet other women and he does travel with them. Mm. I mean, he gets married on a freaking cruise. That was... <laughs> that was I don't like... even want to get into that right now. Okay. <laughs> My God. But I just... I don't know. He's just not ready to settle. Yeah. To settle down, I and... should say. And he... I think he knows that she's a flight risk and yeah. it's not worth his time. It's just like with like Lorelai and like Christopher. Yeah. It's like sometimes it's like maybe it used to be good or it, you know like it's just some going back to a past relationship it's it's just, not worth it. It's never really I think a good idea. No. There's I mean unless reason... it's like high school like you dated in high school and then like some cute story like 15 like, years later, you, like, meet up again. And that's a little bit different. But, like, yeah. if only, like, five years have gone by, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to be judgy. I'm no. sure it's happened to people and they're very happy. But in this case, I don't think it works. For me, it's like there's a reason it didn't work the first time. Oh, yeah. So why would it work this time? It can't because then you'd be – I don't think you'd be fighting about the old past stuff. And yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. No I don't. I don't care. But Rachel's probably like, so Luke, what's Lorelai's number? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> now we are with Emily and Rory. They are walking through Stars Hollow. Emily with her cute new sneakers, and they get to uh, Kim's Antiques. Emily is immediately turned off by the appearance of Kim's antiques, but Rory assures her she will find something she loves. She finds this great armoire. I think that's what it is. I don't know. (laughs) Cabinet. And Rory points out a desk that she likes and she asks Emily if it's special. And Emily says, well, do you like it? And Rory says, yeah. She goes, well, then it's special, which is such a grandma thing, Mm -hmm. I think, which I love. Me too. And Lane comes out of the woodwork somewhere and asks if she can talk to Rory. And Emily says, go ahead. I've got a lot of searching to do. Lane and Rory end up discussing that it's been a week since the party and Lane has not heard from Henry yet. And she thinks that's a bad sign. Rory assures her he must be into you because you did dance to six songs together I'm sure it's just tricky and he's probably busy with school and things you know keeping him occupied but I'm sure you will hear from him at that point we cut to Mrs. Kim and Emily and they are going back and forth on these pieces because she found two she wanted to know if it had a match and it did and she said, I'll give you, you know. She called it a mate. A mate. Yes, I excuse that was so me. Yeah, true. They're going back and forth on the price. And she's like, well, is it signed? Yes. Is it signed? Look at the bottom. It's signed. Okay. Well, how do I know that that's authentic? Well, because I, you can take my word. And she's like, what does that even mean? They settle on a price. And Rory and Lane are just like intensely watching this go down. Like Mrs. Lane, Mrs. Kim has met her match. Mm-hmm. And it's... And Emily has met her match. Yes. 
And Emily loved it. Mm-hmm. And she said she loved it. She loves being there. When they leave, she's like, I love walking down the street here. And I think it's so sweet that Emily and, and Rory are having such a special day together. Mm-hmm. Looks like fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's nothing like a good antique shopping day. <laughs> I love them. We are back at the Independence Inn. And Lorelai is trying to resolve an argument between Michelle and Rune because Michelle says, you don't work here. I don't know who you are. Get away from me. And Lorelai has to explain that she's doing Suki a favor and it's okay. He, he's going to be the new handyman. Rune says that he knows Lorelai and that they dated and Michelle like cannot get over that. He's like, oh, I can't wait to hear that story. So Lorelai helps Rune bring his things to the potting shed. And as she leaves, Emily and Rory come into the inn. And Emily loves it and is so enchanted by Michelle. They're speaking in French with each other back and forth. And she tells Rory that she finds Michelle very charming, to which Rory kind of puts her nose up and is like, Ugh, okay. Um, at that point, Lorelai comes back and says she wishes she had a camera so she could take a picture of her mom in walking shoes. Emily says that she has a great place there. Rory says she's going to show Emily the grounds. Lorelai says that's great. And she goes back to work and Emily and Rory go walk the grounds. Rory brings her to the potting shed and tells Emily that this is the apartment that they lived in when she was little. And Emily is like the potting shed. And Rory opens the door and she shows her like the bathroom and the wallpaper and how when there would be parties at the inn, they would sit and just listen to the music and feed the ducks and do all of these things together And you can see how uncomfortable Emily gets almost immediately. It's mainly in her eyes. She has that way that Lauren Graham does too, where Kelly Bishop can tell you a lot just by looking at her. And she puts her sunglasses on, which tells me she was probably crying and needed to cover it up. And Rory says, what's wrong? What's wrong? And... Emily says, it's just getting late. I need to go. And she runs off. And of course, we have to end the scene with Rune coming in the room. Saying, like, do you mind? And shutting the door behind her. And we're left with Rory trying to figure out what was wrong. Because she can't really piece together what happened. And she thinks maybe she got upset from eating at the teriyaki place. But we all know what the real issue is here. That Lorelai picked living in a potting shed over living at home with her parents. I don't think that that ever occurred to Emily. And I think seeing that probably triggers a lot of feelings for her about Lorelai leaving. And I can imagine that would be very difficult. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it really doesn't take a lot to trigger a person into 
finding those feelings again. She clearly had a very hard time with it. Mm-hmm. I'll, I mean, I don't know what to say deep about this, except for I want to live in that potting shed. I know. <laughs> it's, it's so cute. cute. <laughs> it's really cute. I know. I know. I think. But yeah, I, I guess I get why she's sad. Well, and Lor- and Rory doesn't think anything of it. Yeah. She thinks it's great and she loves having that memory and how fun it was being there. And I think it's really sweet. Mm -hmm. But to Emily, it's like the worst thing ever. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's it's so cute. Like there's a pond and like ducks swimming in it. And and it has a clawfoot bathtub inside. Yes. Yeah. There's like mm-hmm. a white picket fence and green grass. It's very cute. It's very <laughs> like Miss Honey from Matilda. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's sweet. But I could see why Emily is like, this is not yeah. a, a place where you live. You know? I don't know. It's so. actually pretty cute. <laughs> like it, it is very cute. She's acting like it's squalor, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think it is squalor compared to what she lives in. Oh, well, yeah. 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 So... I don't know. We'll see how that plays out. The next scene takes us to Lorelai knocking on Luke's apartment door um, with Rachel opening the door saying, oh, great, you got my message. And she says she has um, developed the pictures of the inn and wants to show them to Lorelai. And they're sitting and talking and Lorelai says, "I've, I've actually never been in Luke's apartment before. And Rachel says, oh, well, let me give you the tour and shows her around. And Lorelai says something about the curtains. And Rachel says, oh, I didn't pick those out. Those are too frilly for my taste. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So they sit down and they start talking about her relationship with Luke. And Rachel says... She doesn't think she's going to be staying in Stars Hollow anymore. And Lorelai looks at her confused, like, didn't we just talk about this? Didn't you just say you, like, wanted to settle down? Why are you suddenly deciding that you need to leave? And she says, I can't convince Luke that I mean it this time. And, you know, I I don't blame him for not believing me because I left a million times before. Why would he believe me now? And for Luke, I I think that's justified. I think that's fair. Um, and the fact now that she's like, if we can't make it work, I'm leaving, really doesn't bode well in her favor either. So I guess, I don't know. Uh, Lorelai says, you just have to keep convincing him until he believes you. I know you can do that. He'll eventually come around. And Rachel says, you know, if he if he brings anything up to you, could you put in a good word for me? And Lorelai's like, yeah, if it if it comes up, I'll bring something up. Rachel leaves to go to the bathroom to get the pictures of the inn. And while she is gone, Luke comes back and he's putting stuff in the safe. Lorelai says to him that she likes the curtains and he says, oh, yeah, Rachel picked them out. Do you think Rachel picked them out or do you think that Luke did? No, he picked them out. Yeah, I think they've just always been up there. 
He doesn't really take me as like the going to pick out curtains kind of guy. Well, I I pictured him like at a yard sale. And he just like finds and them. He saw them and he was like, hmm. That'll he do. He kind of liked them a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think. That's why I love him. So he's like, well, what are you doing here? And she says, oh, Rachel's just showing me pictures of the inn. And Rachel comes back and Luke says, oh, I was just putting stuff in the safe. I should probably go back down. And he leaves. And there's this like awkward exchange between Rachel and Luke where like he looks at her and then he leaves and she kind of looks at her, looks at him like, are you going to lean in? Are you going to give me like a kiss? Like, and he just walks away. Mm. which I think we've talked about it before, but we don't ever see them engage in PDA. There's no exchange of even like words of affirmation, like I love you or I'm so glad you're here. We don't see any of that. He doesn't trust her. Right. And he's super, he he doesn't strike me as a type to be like that either. No. But... A public display affectionate type of guy. Right. But, I don't know. And plus Lorelai's right there. So. Yeah. <laughs> true. Very true. So, I don't know. It's an interesting exchange. I guess it's also weird that she's, like, put in a good word for me when she quite literally just told Lorelai, I'm leaving. Yeah. She's already made up her mind at this point, I think. Yeah. She was basically saying, like, I'm just leaving because, you know, I'm under a microscope in this town. Yeah. And Luke's not warming up to me and doesn't trust me. So I might as well go. Mm-hmm. And then says to her, can you put a good word in for me and maybe I'll stay? Is that kind of the exchange for me that I got in that yeah. situation? Yeah. Um, what happened between the two of them? Yeah. Their conversation? I think so, too. But I think it's cool, too, also Luke's apartment says so much about him. Yeah. I think it's really cool. I love his apartment. I know. It's, like, above his diner. Um, It's simple. It's, you know, manly. It's manly. (laughs) Definitely, like, because you have, like, I love Max's apartment. Like, that's only, or townhouse, whatever situation he's in. Yeah is I love Max's place. That's the only thing I like about Max. I was just going to say, that's the only thing. And his hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's very put together, mm-hmm. you know, like Max. Mm-hmm. And Luke is like this bachelor guy, you know? Yeah. And, his, and very simple. And it's just, he's got a safe next to his couch that he, he like has a picture on it yeah. too. Like just like little things like, I don't know. He doesn't doesn't overthink. He doesn't overanalyze. He's just himself. Yeah. And you can tell he's just like very guarded. That Mm -hmm. place is very him. Yep. Except for those floral curtains. (laughs) They're just like so symbolic (laughs) of his like soft side. His like tiny little soft side that he has. Back at the Gilmore residence, we are with Rory and Lane. And they are talking about what kind of sad they are. What kind of gloomy. Yeah, what kind of gloomy. And Lane asks, are you 
Joy Division gloomy? Are you Robert Smith gloomy? And Rory says, I'm kind of a Johnny Cash gloomy. And then they make a reference to San Quentin, which is another great Johnny Cash reference. Um, Because, you know, that's where he played a live show. That's the best album I have on vinyl. (laughs) Honestly. Yeah. Um, But Lane says that she is more of a Lou Reed gloomy and explains that Henry did call. She got a message and that she ended she up. She was more. She was no. There was a Charlie. Oh, Charlie Parker. Yeah. Charlie Parker gloomy. And she says Henry called and he left a message, and I listened to it eight and a half times. And then my mom came home and I erased it, and now it's in the trash because she broke it. She erasing it or something. Um, but she said it was great the first few times I listened to it, and then I started to dissect everything that he said. And Rory's like, what are you talking about? And she says, well, he started it by saying, hey, Lane, it's Henry. And Rory's like, what's wrong with that? (laughs) And Lane's like, it's very gender neutral. Like, it doesn't have any meaning behind it. And then he said, it was great getting to meet you the other night. And Rory's like, okay. And Lane reminds her the other night, like he can't even remember what night it was that we met. I am so glad I'm not a teenager anymore. (laughs) Like, I remember overanalyzing this stuff. And I still know people that overanalyze stuff like this. And it's exhausting. Are you saying that I'm that I'm that person? No. (laughs) No. Just kidding. No, I know. I was like trying to overanalyze what you were just saying. Right. Did, did you get that? Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are very good at overanalyzing, <laughs> but we've kind of grown out of the overanalyzing men phase uh, of our lives. Don't waste your time. Yeah. No. And I, like, I think if Lane would have just listened to it the one time, she would have been fine. Yeah. Because you don't need to listen to it a million times. And Lori's not, I, this is another point like mm-hmm. where I'm like Rory's not like that no at no. all I've never seen her like she's wait not has like she a, can no. you point anything out where she's been kind of like this with like how Lane is right now and and how Lorelai is too a little bit how like Lorelai was over listening yeah. to that message from Max but that was more out of like happiness but I guess I can't pinpoint Rory like really overthinking or the only time I can is like on their first date when she was nervous Mm. and she was like and he's in there and he's so pretty and whatever but that's like first date jitters I think more so than like overanalyzing so I don't know I guess I, I wouldn't say that she is like that I think it's different so, yeah. Yeah. Um, but poor Lane, man. She said she did call him back, but didn't really elaborate. But we'll see. Uh, but while they're talking about this, the phone rings and Emily is calling Rory to discuss all of Rory's favorite things. Her favorite color, her favorite flower, her favorite boy band, boy band which she does choose in sync. That was my favorite boy band. 
Were you a boy band person? No. Oh, okay. I'm well, sorry. It's fine. I'm still like that. I don't. I just never got into that. I was Britney Spears. Yeah. Well, like all, yeah. all the girls had like their boy band and I was like just Britney Spears. Yeah, that's fair. That's but fair. Not that I'm too good for pop bands or whatnot. No, but I understand. So, but I felt them in this like the situation. Yeah, yeah. Because Rory's like, I don't think I could choose, <laughs> and she's like, I guess if I have to, I'll pick in sync. Well, it's so funny next to like what they were just talking. All these like great artists, I know, you know known for their like great music that they've made, and then yeah, Emily just is totally missing the the mark. Yeah, of knowing what. Yeah she's into i mean like when i was in high school i grew out of the popular music stuff at that point like in sync was when i was like 12 yeah yeah but like by the time i got to high school it was johnny cash it was Mm -hmm. you know loretta lynn it was a bunch of emo i don't want to say crap because i still listen to it (laughs) sometimes but it's i don't know my it evolves. Yeah. I mean, I've always been into all different kinds of music, I yeah. think, even when I was little. But, yeah, it's just funny that that juxtaposition sorry, I'm tired, <laughs> juxtaposition yeah. of these great artists. Yeah. And... Well, and even the juxtaposition of what Emily thinks a teenager is like. Yeah. Because for her, I'm sure with Lorelai, she just decided everything. And now she's actually asking Rory what she's interested in. Mm -hmm. But based on her preconceived notions of what a teenager would be interested in. Yeah. And maybe Lorelai never really let her do anything like that. I don't think so. I mean, look at Lorelai's room. It had like porcelain dolls in it and stuff. (laughs) Like, (laughs) she doesn't really strike me as a porcelain doll person. No, like she'd be scared of them. Yeah. So it's, it's an interesting... Although they didn't mention Hanson. They should have put Hanson in there. True. But I think there is another episode where they go. There's a funny Hanson reference. Yeah, there is. Yeah, Yeah. there is. Lorelai comes down the stairs and Luke offers her coffee. She goes behind the counter to get her coffee and says, Oh, the world is so much different behind the counter you can see everything and luke asks you know what they're talking about or what you know her and rachel hanging out and she's like you don't like me hanging out with rachel and he's like "Uh, i don't care and then he goes to the back room lorelei follows him back there and she says well what do you two talk about and she goes oh you know curtains and things like that and he says do you talk about me and she goes no yes I don't care if you two hang out and talk but don't talk about me and Lorelai asks you know what do you think about the whole thing what like is it serious do you want to take it to the next level he says well don't get too attached to her because she's used to running away and she said Maybe she's not going to run away this time. And Luke gets kind of flustered about that. And she says, don't you want to settle down with her? Like, this is what you've been wanting for a long time. And now here it is. What are you doing? And she goes, is there 
another reason why you wouldn't want to settle down with her. And he looks at Lorelai and he goes, do you know another reason why I wouldn't want to settle down with her? And she's like, I I don't know. And he goes, well, there is no other reason. Why do they not just say it? (laughs) Why? (laughs) Why? I want them to say it. It's so obvious. It makes me mad. (laughs) And she's like sitting in there talking about his pickles and his thingy. (laughs) I can't take it. (laughs) I don't know. I... The thingy is the box cutter. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. Not his actual. Right. And, and they're literal pickles. But, you know. <laughs> I just. I don't know why Lorelai is so afraid. And Luke isn't going to make a move unless she. Gives him a reason to. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think know, man. maybe she just doesn't want to come between him and Rachel. Because she knows that he thought Rachel was endgame for a long time. And now it's evident that maybe she's not. But he doesn't want to be the reason that she's not. Um, I don't I think she, I don't know if she just likes the game. It's the only thing that I can think of. She right always now. likes the game. That's the problem. I think it. Yeah, I. I don't know. Yeah, she loves the game. I don't know either. It's it's weird. I couldn't handle myself with him if he were to be like, "Is there a reason?" I'd be like, um, <laughs> "Is it hot in here?" Or is I'd it like, put me? those pickles down right now. <laughs> I don't know. It's. It's very clear that he is not as invested this time around. I think he was initially. With Rachel? Yeah. But I think something really is holding him back this time. And I think Rachel is picking up on it, too. Mm -hmm. And that's why they're having problems. Well, he said, I've heard all this before. She just goes. She leaves. So. Yeah. It's kind of hard to be like, you know, it's like the boy who cried wolf. Right. Yeah, completely. So. Yeah. I don't know, but I sense some tension I think he likes complicated women is what I think. I think he likes complicated women because then. And I'm very complicated, Luke. (laughs) (laughs) I think he, I think it's a defense mechanism. He likes complicated women because. They're interesting. Then it's his, it's not his fault that they're not together. It's their fault, you're saying? Yeah. And it's like... And it's a protection thing, too. Yeah, I think so. So he can stay and be alone. Yeah. Hmm. Probably. It could be, I think, but I don't know. So let's uh, let's continue on, shall sure. we? The Gilmore Girls are now enjoying a movie. It's... Which movie is it? Uh, Queen of... From outer space. Yeah, Queen from Outer Space was Zsa Zsa Gabor, right? Mm-hmm. I think. So we've heard her referenced a few times <laughs> before. Uh, but they are enjoying a movie. They're talking before the movie starts, and Kirk is having a really hard time with it, saying that they're being disruptive, that he likes to cleanse his mental palate before the movie starts. Oh, Kirk is totally the type of person who watches the movie. Until the end credits. Oh, yeah. Until like, like every single they credit kick has gone you out. through. Yeah, absolutely. He needs it that way. 
Yeah. I've, I've been with people who, like, take movies that serious. I can't. I can't. I've done it, and I have enjoyed it if it's a really, like, movie that's been profound. But, like, I don't need to sit through the credits of, like... The only movie I sit through the credits for are Marvel movies. What? Oh, because they're then there's yeah a, they have yeah. crap at the end of it, and even then it's like, can I just watch this on the internet at home? Yeah, like I don't need to sit through the credits, you know, of Magic Mike. You know, I'm okay. <laughs> I could barely sit through it. Just the actual movie. It's so funny that that was the movie you pulled because that new one like just <laughs> That's why. came out. That's yeah. why I knew because someone at work told me that that his girlfriend was going to see it. He's like, are you going to see the new Magic Mike movie? I'm like, have you? Hi, my name's Elise. Have you ever met me? Yeah. Do you no. even know who I am? I have zero interest in that. <laughs> like, yeah, no. But they're getting ready for the movie. Luke and Rachel come in and they come in kind of holding hands, I think. So that, you know, put my foot in my mouth with what I just said about how they have no PDA. And then here they do come, here they come holding hands. Yeah, he was in the mood or something because he sits in the front row with Rachel. And he's got his arm around her and like whispering in her ear and like weird, you know. Like, and Lorelai's like watching it all happen and she's like, I made the right choice by butting in. Like, Luke seems really happy, right? It was a good choice, right? Right, Rory? I didn't make a mistake, Rory. And Rory's like, no, you did the right thing. (laughs) And then as the movie starts, they're still talking. And Kirk is like, you're now disturbing everyone in the theater. And this is my favorite line from the episode when she goes, you're the only one that's disturbed, Kirk. (laughs) It's like, oh, my God. And then his phone rings. (laughs) And she's like, cell phone oh, starts ringing, oh. and she's like, shh, shh, and starts like looking around, like making sure everyone knows that it was Kirk's phone, and he can't get it to shut off. So then he has to like run out. He's so humiliated. But that's not where it ends. No, because Lorelai and Luke make eye contact, and he does one of those like head cool nods. guy head nods where he's like, sup. What? When did you get game, Luke? What's going on? I know. He must have had a few beers or something. Maybe, because he was feeling confident. Yeah, I don't he know. He was feeling himself. He was. Rachel was like, dang, finally. Yeah, I don't and know. And I was like, dang, finally. They must have talked before going on the date. Something before mm. the date. <laughs> <laughs> it's now time for Friday night dinner. And Emily greets the Gilmore girls at her front door, and she's very excited and immediately pulls Rory upstairs and shows Rory this lavish bedroom that she made that basically looks like Hello Kitty threw up all over the room. She has the posters all in like gold frames of like 98 degrees and in sync, and it it just looks like a lot. The Very whole room is like frames. filled with sunflowers and there's like a feather boa on the bed. It's like a bunch of weird stuff. And Rory is very kind and flattered by it. And they turn to like go downstairs and eat dinner. And Emily turns around and looks at Lorelai looking at the room and she's like, what's wrong? And Lorelai says, you you 
got this room for her. You have Hello Kitty notepads and Cosmo Girl and all of these things. And Emily says, well, does it bother you because it's better than, you know, a a room where there's four walls around a bathtub and it's nicer than the potting you know there's no shovel up against the couch and making all of these references to the potting shed and Lorelai's like what what are you talking about and Emily's gets very upset and says you would have chosen to live in a cardboard box or a gutter or anything else instead of living here with us and Lorelai tells her that she was young and she wanted to be anywhere that wasn't here and Emily couldn't deal with it and just said I need to go and walked away it sounded like she was gonna cry and I don't know I guess I'm just curious as to when this is gonna get resolved (laughs) never no does it I don't think so, because even in A Year in the Life, they're in therapy, and it's not resolved then either. Yeah, I will love, I can't wait to talk about the therapy, but. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, I don't know. I, I, I feel bad, because I know that's hard, but at the same time, you, this is what happened, and you can't buy Rory's love and affection by doing something like this and you can't keep pushing your daughter away Mm -hmm. because I feel like that's what she's doing yeah she's definitely trying to overcompensate for something yeah with Rory although I would have loved that room oh me too besides the boy band posters yeah just like put Britney Spears in there I would have been great you know but no, uh, I would have loved that room, but yeah, she's over trying overcompensating. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she. I. I mean, I don't know. Get over it. Yeah. You know, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> it's an interesting choice. I understand how Laurel. I would just be like, okay, what the hell? Whatever. Yeah. But you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just never ending with. The two of them. No. The girls have finished their Friday night dinner and they're walking down the streets of Stars Hollow and Lorelai admits to Rory that she wishes she could get Emily on the same page with her and just understand what Lorelai went through, see things through Lorelai's perspective. And I think both of them realize that's going to take some major time. But... They walk into Luke's diner. He says they're closing. And she says, well, can we just have some coffee? He's like, sure, I'll put on a new pot. Rory walks off and Lorelai grabs a table. And Rachel comes up to the table and says, I just want to say thank you for whatever you said to Luke because it got me a drawer and a pair of keys or a set of keys. And Lorelai's really happy and she goes, it's Rachel says, it's because of you. And Lorelai goes, no, it's not. It's because of you. And she says, so you're going to be staying in Stars Hollow for a while? And Rachel says, yeah, for quite a while. And Lorelai's like, that's that's really nice. And Rachel kind of segues it by saying, do you want ice cream with your pie? 
uh, maybe some hot fudge. And she's like, well, I did get you a drawer. And she goes, well, if I throw in the hot fudge, can you get me half of the closet? She's like, sure. So it kind of ends on like this light hearted banter. Uh, Rory comes back with the coffee and the two of them are sitting there drinking the coffee. And Rory says, this tastes different, doesn't it? And Lorelai says, yeah, it does. And the camera pans over to Luke and Rachel kind of flirting with each other while they're cleaning things up. They're both smiling and happy. And there's kind of this look on Lorelai's face of, I don't want to say disappointment, but like, I want that. That should be me. Yeah, it's a tinge of jealousy and sick to your stomach yeah (laughs) or something it is it's like that moment when you're like did i screw up Mm -hmm. like when she says it really does and it pans over to the two of them i'm like ooh, gives me goosebumps i have two things to say why do you think it tastes different do you think that it tastes worse to lorelei or do you think it tastes better to (sighs) lorelei or is it just because it tastes different and she doesn't it's not that it tastes bad or good or better I don't know. I, because when Rory says it tastes different, it's not like a bad different, she says. Yeah. So I think it, maybe it tastes better. Maybe she's helped him pick out a different kind of coffee, or maybe he's paying more attention to those things where before it was just like, I got to make another pot of coffee. But now he feels like he has purpose again. Mm-hmm. being there with Rachel. I don't know. Like there's some love in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. And then like also I don't know. If it could be like almost like symbolic of their relationship a little bit too. It is. Know? It like, is. Because will it coffee, be different? Well remember when yeah. she describes her relationship with Luke to Rachel, she says all it is is I want coffee. No, please give me coffee. Coffee makes you short. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. she kind of sums their whole relationship up with his coffee. Mm-hmm. And so at the end if she's well, yeah. taking a sip of the coffee and it tastes different, I think that is symbolic of how their relationship is changing. Mm-hmm. Because and, now their relationship is different in her eyes. And like when Rachel was like, thank you, it's it's because of you. And Lorelai's like, no, it's, you know, it's you. But it actually is Lorelai. Right. Because. She I, didn't step in and say. Yeah. I, there is something else. Mm-hmm. So Luke was like, and then the nod at the movie theater that he gives Lorelai. It is flirtatious. But it was almost, I don't know if Luke had a, a leaf turnover and is like, okay, here's another time I've been rejected by Lorelai. Yep. And, you know, maybe I should make it work with like, Rachel or whatnot. And yeah, because it's, he, it's done. He says, but I like, still care she, for her. Yeah, she is clearly not interested at yeah, this point. That's how I would take it, too. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, that's something you do like in your 20s when you like, you pine over somebody who doesn't want you like yeah you grow up you 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 get over that yeah you should get over that well we've talked about too in the past about how luke compares himself to the other men that lorelei's dated Mm -hmm. like when he sees her with max it's like 
That guy's well-educated. He's a teacher. He has all of these things I can't offer her. So maybe that's what she wants instead. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe he says, well, she's not interested in me even when I am available. So why would she be interested in me now? Mm -hmm. But what he doesn't know is that Lorelai Gilmore always wants what she can't have. (laughs) And... Oh, maybe he does know that's why he did that little head nod. I think he did the head nod to acknowledge that he did talk with Rachel. Yeah. And that things are better. And they're getting better. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I don't know. that. So I think Rachel... Or excuse me. I think Lorelai kind of takes this as like a jumping off point to start working on things for herself. Because then it doesn't end at Luke's. It ends in front of the, the inn. She's at the dragonfly sitting on like a picnic rug with Rory and they're talking about the inn and Suki's, you know, walking around, checking things out, talking about how they would need to do this or that to make it work for them. And I, and I think them choosing to end the episode at the inn is symbolic of Lorelai pushing forward and actually working on herself. Yep. Which is a great thing. Absolutely. Which she should be doing. Yeah. Um, but also I wanted to mention that this ending between her and Luke and Rachel and what's going on. Um, I watched accidentally when I was doing my notes for the show. Because we, we were planning on recording two episodes in one mm-hmm. day. And we, mm-hmm. we didn't actually do that. <laughs> we never do. No, we always want to, but we don't. We didn't get to it. So I accidentally watched out of order. I watched PSI. Oh, yeah, Low. that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. So I watched episode 20 before I watched episode 19. And I'm sitting here writing all these notes and up for episode 20. And I was like, does Lorelai know what she's doing right now? Is this like her being vindictive? And I couldn't tell if she was like planning out stuff. Sure. Um, with you know, helping Luke get outfits, not to get into the next episode too much. Mm -hmm. Um, But then when I finally watched this episode, I was like, oh, I answered my own question. Yeah. But I think there is something to be said for that in the next episode, too. Because I think that um, it's going to be really interesting to get into the next episode. Yeah. With how Lorelai took this interaction between her Mm -hmm. and Luke and Rachel. Yeah. It's but I was lot. so, but anyways, like you said, I was so happy to see them in the end. Yeah. I think it's a good jumping off point for Lorelai. Yeah. And I think she needs to start focusing on herself. Mm-hmm. And I think it's great that her and Rory are both at this same point now. Because mm-hmm. Rory's like, like I need to focus. Yeah. yeah. And Suki was back and involved with her girls. And it just felt very like. A, a, a neat bow at the end of an episode. Yeah. And we haven't had that in a while. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of nice to end it with like that. It was breath, like a fresh breath of air. Yeah. Yeah. I felt and I nice. think it's great that the two of them are sitting there and it ends with Rory saying, like, do you think this is going to happen anytime soon? And Lorelai says, I think it'll happen When it's supposed to. When it's supposed to. And I love, I just love that. Mm -hmm. I think this was a really well-written episode. Mm -hmm. 
And part of me wonders if it was so well written because a storyboard person was a part of that writing process. Because I wonder if you can visualize an episode like that, if it sound, if it comes off better. If you can see like a beginning, a middle, and an end. Mm-hmm. If that makes a difference in the writing process. I don't know. I would but, assume so. Yeah. But directing-wise... Not anything, like, revolutionary, I would say. Yeah, Perry Lang really let us down. Yeah, nothing really, like, stuck out to me as just far like... as direction goes, but that's all right. Let's get into our town meeting. <laughs> no, Perry Lang did good. He did a good job. We call this town meeting to order. All right, for our town meeting this week, we had 39 references in this episode. Um... Elise, how do you feel about that? <laughs> oh, Will this be a two-parter? I don't know. I'm really trying to make it a one, okay. but I missed some when I, because you and I didn't watch it together. So yeah. oftentimes we have to watch it separately or together and like we'll miss, if I yeah. miss one, you miss one, but I missed a couple. So I'm trying to make it into one because it, it's so much cooler when it can just be one video, but right. we'll see. Okay. Yeah. If it gets too long, then it gets boring to people. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. I know. I'd be interested to hear people's thoughts if they would prefer a two-parter or it all in one. Mm-hmm. I think it is fun to see it all in one. I like it all in one. But, yeah. I don't know. But if it's so. too long, then you start to lose your attention span. But if it's too short. Right. It's kind of like. Totally. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's fun. I like the challenge. And there's a lot of cool references. This, in this episode one. has great references. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 39 references for this episode. No new job for Kirk lately. He's just kind of bumming <laughs> around, I guess. He was there. I'm happy about that. Yeah. He's disturbed, but he was there. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot with with Lorelai, Luke, and Rachel, which will continue into the next one big time. Mm-hmm. But we are really winding down on the season here. And we're just going to keep on going. Um, We have one more episode with just the two of us. And then the finale will be with my husband. Um, And I know we've talked about that before, but I think he's, he's gearing up. He's having fun. So (laughs) it'll be an interesting time. Uh, We did hit 2000 plays this last week with our last episode. And that was amazing and super exciting for us. And we're getting closer to 7,000 people on TikTok, which is awesome. We're getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. So we appreciate all of the support. It's been really fun to continue to work on this together. And we're working on adding a visual component, um, but it's just taking us some extra time since it is just the two of us Mm -hmm. and we work full time jobs outside of this too we have a couple different ideas that we want to expand on but we're just taking it as it comes and trying to slowly introduce things yeah yeah mainly for our own mental health yeah it's just kind of fun we're both creatives yeah we're gonna introduce some different things to you all and um hopefully start including some of the funnier moments of the podcast onto our tiktok as well And yeah, so if you're not following us on TikTok or Instagram, we are underscore growing up Gilmore underscore. You can follow us there. Um, The description has all the links to our social media and our Pinterest account. 
So take a look there. And we also include links to our Spotify and our Apple playlist for season one. And I can't believe this, but I should probably get started on season two because that's going to be here before we know it. Oh my gosh. So we are so happy you're here. We will see you next week or you can listen to us next week when we talk about season one, episode 20, P.S.I. Love. I love. I love. I love. I love. I love. Do you say love or love? Is it P.S.I. Love. Yeah. And that's a reference in and of itself, right? Because of that movie, P.S.I. Love You. And that wasn't out in 2000. It wasn't? No way. Let me look it up. Okay. I mean, hold on, everybody. Unless it's a book. Oh, yeah. That's it, probably is. P.S. I Love You is an American romantic drama film directed by Richard Law (laughs) Gravanese in 2007. Oh, okay. Yeah. So way before. And it's uh, based off a 2004 novel. Okay. So that's the same name. That's not a reference to that at all. Cecilian Ahern. I love how you just slam the phone like you're dropping the mic. Well, I guess I was wrong. Look at that. I guess that's how we're ending the pod today. Me being wrong for a change. I know it doesn't happen often, but that's fine. So uh, thank you so much. We will see you next week. Bye.